Amy, what's up? Oh, hey, Cass. It's always just every time you say hi. It just I surprises me, doesn't yeah, it? I know. I'm, I know, it's a surprise we're actually still here doing this. Yep. <laughs> I couldn't even believe that we're here. So, so how are you? Episode four of season two. I'm great, man. How are you? Doing well, thank you. All right. Well, I couldn't be happier. We got here with us Lori and Brian Stratton, our guests for episode four. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you I'm doing? Doing good? fabulous. Thanks oh, for joining so. us. Thanks for having us. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I had to play Liz Fair coming in because actually we were just at that show together, but we never actually met up before the show. <laughs> well, the Masonic Temple is a pretty big place, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd never been there before. It's a really cool venue. Yeah, it is. And no, well, they so, got like three venues there. Right. That that's what right. blew my mind. I, I, hey, I'm finally at the Masonic, <laughs> and it was actually episode one. Guess Paul Gross was like, "You understand this is actually the cathedral. It's not the real one." I'm like, oh. didn't even <laughs> no idea. But yeah, you walk in and it's like a maze to figure out. It is like a maze. Yes, so, yes. Yeah, I love that place. It's Does no, that I make the experience better. Then? <laughs> yeah, you know, I talked to uh, a guy that I work with. It's like you're. It almost feels like you're cheating the system somehow, right? You're coming into this place. It's got great seats, you know, comfy, and you know. <laughs> Almost like you shouldn't be there for a concert, you know. Yeah, but the whole point of live music is to figure out how to work the system, exactly. so that you can get, <laughs> so that you know the venues and like where to sit and what to do and all that. Like Brian, I've sort of learned that over the last fifteen years that we've done with going to shows. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So, what did you guys think of that show? It was well done. So we never saw her back in the day. Neither did I. Um, and and my brother had Exile in Guyville when I was probably high school. Yeah, so mm-hmm. high school, and I remember, but I never had really listened to it. But it wasn't until more in 2003 when, when she kind of took more of a pop turn from the alt-rock that mm-hmm. I kind of got into her stuff. Right. And then my brother had gotten me Exile and Guyville for Christmas back in 2003. Okay. And so I had it for a long time and enjoyed it, but we never really delved into it that much. And then when we saw she was doing the 30th anniversary tour, I love um, tours where they celebrate albums of different eras, like if it's a 20th anniversary or 30th. And so... Yeah. Makes it easy to prepare for. <laughs> it does. So it's... <laughs> not, not only that, <laughs> but it's like... It's where I remember the artist. Like like you said, Liz Fair. I was never a huge fan. It was funny because my brother was like, he loved like the 90s era yes. women singers. Gotcha. You know, yes. Like, uh, Mazzy Star, Belly, uh, Sinead, all of them. All that, yep. And he was a huge fan of Liz Fair. And I was like, oh, well, do you want to go to the show? He's like, oh, it's Sunday night. <laughs> you know? Oh, right? come on. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that was the one I went to by myself. But like you said, I was never a huge fan, but I remember that album. And I remember, you know, like being 17 or whatever. Yes, that exactly. Thing came out. Yes. So I do like when they celebrate it and you hear all of it because, like, like Brian said, it's, one, it's easy prep work. Yeah. And like, you know everything. But that's also, it puts you literally back in that mindset of when that came out. Because I haven't listened to a Liz Fair thing probably since, you know, 94, 95. Okay. Or whatever. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean? Like, <laughs> So I haven't kept up, so it's like it takes you right back, and then you hear some of the newer stuff, and then you know it ends up on your playlist or whatever. But I thought it was really well done, and I'm really enjoying these 30th or 20th anniversary yes, yes. shows I've decided. <laughs> so there's a bunch of others coming up. I don't know if you look like so. Sarah McLaughlin's doing one for yes. Fumbling Toward Ecstasy in July, yeah. I think, at Michigan Lottery Amphitheater. Hold your dogs extra close, though. Hold them extra close. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then we, and then I believe that uh, Weezer's doing one for their Blue Album. So yes. they're, they're doing one. And so I'm there's okay. a bunch of those, and then Green Day's doing one for Duke. We're going to that. Yeah, one. okay, that's <laughs> so, that's a pretty well because you got Smashing Pumpkins, so you guys right. got to go to that. Right. So yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going with Kennedy and Avery. Nice. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it, they're doing Dookie and American Idiot uh-huh. in their entirety. Oh, yeah, because it's the 30 and the 20. 20 so they're literally right. playing two full albums. So like, that's like 20 songs already. I mean, they could only probably fit in like five or six yeah, more. Yeah. So it's like, I know every song. So easy play. prep work is, is, right. is to what Brian's saying. Yes. But then I started thinking, yeah, I'm obviously a huge Smashing Pumpkins fan. I mean, I'll go to them anytime they're live from here until the day I die, pretty much. But. How great would it be if they got on the train? Because Siamese Dream just had the 30th anniversary right. this past July, and they played Siamese Dream in its entirety, yes. and then leading into Good Green God. Day. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> so Neil doesn't have a ticket yet to that one, but I hear Green Day, Green Day, and Pumpkins. But I hear in the grapevine maybe Shaq, Pickler, and you might get a thing going. Because yeah. I'd love to do like a tailgate episode. There you go. Be, I mean, I would like to. Of course, would love to. 
I'm just in that uh, one. It's more of Green Day financially. I've never there. seen them. We have so we've never yeah, seen we've Green never Day seen either. Yeah. That's one of the few we haven't seen of that era. <clears throat> right. So, yeah. And I remember I was a freshman in college, like right towards the end of the year, and my buddy came. Oh my God, you got to listen to this! And it was Dookie. Oh yeah. Like, yep, right. yep. 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 Oh yeah, my oh, roommate had it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like I've never—I was never a huge fan of them, but it was something that was different that was already out. You yes, know? And it, yes. And it helped, I think, kind of change music in that mid '90s. Yes. To go, you know, either here or here. Or <laughs> yeah, they were punkish, mm-hmm. and then, I don't know how you call it, but the same. You know, they—they they had a different sound, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah. did at that time. Yeah. Nope. They did at that time because if, if I recall, my brother got Dookie, so I, we were just finished high school in '94 when that album came out. Right. So yeah. yeah. I graduated in '93. Yeah. I was freshman '93, '94. Yeah, yeah. College, so, so, I mean, the best time ever to like be that age with music. Is oh yeah, it's always fun at that. It's always fun. Unless maybe age. late '60s, but I mean '90s were just better. Anyway, <laughs> right? I mean, we had more shit. <laughs> Weed was better. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we're in college, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, in the sixties, they had the "Don't eat the brown acid." Right, right. So there you right. go. <laughs> there you go. You're right. So, um, so obviously, we we haven't even said yet, but so we met through work. Yes, you know, probably. Yes. Seven years ago, say. at least, yeah. So, we were like part of a big project. Yes, we, we, were were diff- a, we were part of a project management, like project management team. I recall. Yes, yes. 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 And yes. that was one group, a functional group. You were the other, and I mean, we used to have meetings on meetings. Yes, I, re- spent I remember. So that. much time <laughs> and stuff, but that was where we found out one because I moved to Howell about eight years ago, and you're like, oh my god, I grew up in Howell. We found <laughs> out you're like grew up literally two miles from where our right, studio right. is. Um, but not only that, we also realized um, the connection we had through music. Yes, yes. And even back then, I'll mention it now. I remember you had like the Stratton set list, which happened even long before that. Yes. That. So what was that all about? Yeah, so so back in 2015, I started my own music blog, the Stratton set list. And I was looking for a way to reflect on all the music that I enjoyed. And so I was trying to figure out... I wasn't sure what to do with it at the time, so I started writing about songs and albums by artists that meant a lot to me. So it was like my personal reflections on a lot of Fleetwood Mac songs and Genesis because they're my two favorite bands. Mm-hmm. And then I reflect on about a, a bunch of other releases that came out at that time, singles, albums. The whole point is I was kind of creating a set list of things that kind of reflected my life and what I enjoyed. And then at a previous job, I'd worked for a manager who had suggested, you know, you go to all these concerts, why don't you write a blog? And I'm like, nah, that's like one more <laughs> thing I got to do. <laughs> and so I just, it just felt like a lot of work, but I was, I wanted to do it, but I was never sure where to go with it. So in 2015, I started at that route. And then by 2017, somebody said, well, what if you try interviewing local artists? And I'm like, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Cause my whole background is in journalism anyway. Mm-hmm. So, idea, so yeah. I approached a really, um, I, so w- Brian, and I had gone to a concert in downtown Ann Arbor called rock the district. This was in 2017. Okay. And so there was a local artist named Chris DuPont that I had interviewed. Who's a, who's a Ipsy singer, songwriter, super talented guy, guitarist, producer, great friend. And so I approached him about interviewing him cause he had a live album that had come out at the time and we had a great conversation, a great interview. I featured him many times since then. And then I just found that I like the local artists because you get to know them as people because mm-hmm. they're right there. You can, their shows, they do a lot of shows. You can go meet them. You can build a relationship with them. Absolutely. And that's probably one of the things I liked. And then I just found that there's so many talented people in Southeast Michigan and across all of Michigan in general. So I switched to that. And then I just kept writing and people would, I would interview one band and then, and then their friends who were in a different band would see it and then they contact me. And it just mm-hmm. kind of grew from there. And I got a bunch of requests, and then I just started writing it, and then I just started interviewing tons of people. And then by the time the pandemic hit in 2020, I was, I was unemployed at the time, and so I was I had finished school right before that for grad school, and so I decided, you know what, I think I'm just going to sit and write a bunch of stuff. <laughs> so I interviewed all kinds of people because there's nothing else to do. Right. So we do Zoom calls and phone calls, and people were still releasing material even though no one could really perform other than live stream. And so I just grew from there. And I still continue to write for it today. It even got me a job at the Ann Arbor District Library, where yes. I work now, and write for their arts and culture blog, Pulp. So it just—it basically got me a job. That's awesome. <laughs> Doing what I've always wanted to do. So yeah, yeah. No, and that's awesome. Dang. And actually, that was one of the reasons why I liked having you guys on here today was because of kind of that local scene, right? Yes. Because I mean, to be honest, I did the local scene. 
but that was like you know 25 some years ago <laughs> you know what i mean like you followed bands and like you kind yes, of yes. went here and you know our buddy geo had the band red eye yeah. and we yeah oh right. you're playing <clears throat> you're playing ipsy in detroit yep, we're gonna go yep, see you or whatever yep and then now at this point in my life though i am like i don't want to call myself like the the music snob because <laughs> But, you know, the shows I go to are not necessarily going to be the small ones. Sure. But it's people like you that keep that going. Yes. And that's why I, I definitely appreciate that. Because, um, one, I've been there, and, two, I, everyone kind of keeps that torch going. Because Michigan in general, but really, like, the Detroit area, mm -hmm. much, there was so much good music. And there always has been. Yes. I mean, go back to the 50s, 60s. I mean, you had Motown. Right. You yeah. had, you know, Grand Funk out of Flint. You right. know, you had... I mean, even, you know, nowadays when you think about Eminem and, you know, Kid Rock and people that yes. love them or hate them or whatever, but they're these yeah. huge people coming yes. out of here. Bob Seger, um, Detroit's, I mean, you don't make a song Detroit Rock City, <laughs> right, without <laughs> meaning something. And and that's the one thing that I'm actually super thankful that I grew up in this area because the shows always come through Detroit. They yeah. may come on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, which sucks, but they always come through Detroit because. And why do they come through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Because they know they're going to get that no matter what they yeah. go. Oh yeah, days. oh yeah. You know, it's always hardcore here, um, and I think one of the bands, local bands that we actually connected with early on, Black Note Graffiti, somehow ended up through you, basically. I think it was like David Morales, who is. Yes, like, I know who he is. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, and. It was funny because we did our very first episode, me and Neil, we're super excited, and then, you know, we did our first <laughs> guest, my brother-in-law, and, you know, it was a Saturday, and I remember we, we tied one on pretty good because it was day one, first guest, and <laughs> I wake up the next morning completely hungover. Hasn't changed. <laughs> and I'm looking at my email, and I look over at my wife, and I say, I'm a bit wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Right. I just got an email from some guy that represents a band that says they want to be on our podcast. Yeah. Like after one episode, nice. I go, "This is easy. That's fantastic. This is easy. This is look how easy yeah, this yeah. is, right? Yeah, you know. But no, and so we ended up having them on the show. But it was funny because like they were relatively like new, smaller band, but they ended up having a pretty good summer. Like with. They uh, did. They did some nice shows. They like, did the Upheaval Festival yep, in yep. Grand Rapids, and then they did. Uh, There's like a, a burn fest in Ann Arbor. They did Ann Arbor yep, at yep, the Blind yep. Pig, which is such an iconic. Oh yeah, venue, oh, yeah. right. Yep. I mean, that goes. I mean, way back before even us. Oh right? yeah, I mean, a long time. Pearl Jam, Nirvana, they all played. Yeah, there everybody. A lot of people played, played over the years. Yes. So that was cool <laughs> to kind of see their trajectory, and you know, they're in the you know doing new music and stuff. So. And they're a great band. They play with a lot of other really great bands out of Ann Arbor, Detroit. I have not had the chance to interview them yet, but I would love to. I know they were working on new material last I heard. So yes, they yeah, were. Yeah, so. And, you know, great uh, uh, Gabby or whatever, the yep. great female lead singer. I will say we did have the pleasure of interviewing them, but we weren't very good at our jobs then. So yeah. it was episode five, first yeah. Zoom. We only had, well, I still enjoy we, had five, we had five people on the episode, but somehow only three show up on camera. <laughs> I did enjoy the we did enjoy the interview though because we had listened to that yeah, one too. Were, so yeah, no, but it, it was fun, and that's like. That's the beauty of it. You know, we have the friends, we have the family, we yes. have other connections. But then, you know, we've had the luxury of getting them on. And we actually yeah. had uh, the lead singer of the band Agents of Good Roots. Oh, cool. Okay. Which I love them, like, back in the 90s. Oh, they that's had, awesome. Like, one yeah. huge album. They did, like, a Planet Fest with Pie Knob. I saw Very cool. And it's so funny because, like you said, you just have to keep pushing. You have to, like... Yes. And I saw... I'd never heard from him for like 20 years, and I saw they had a video live in concert, you know, like last August. So I looked it up, so I searched it. They got a new website. <laughs> and then they have the contact us thing, you know, so I put it. Yep. So I'm sitting at work the next day, and I get this phone call, like, from Virginia. <laughs> I'm not answering that, you know. <laughs> and I asked my voice, I was the lead singer of this oh, band. Oh, that's awesome. Know? He's like, hey, I saw that you... <laughs> oh, that's really nice. <laughs> so yeah. we had him on, which was super cool. So, I mean, that we we're open to having anyone on, you know, like yeah. whoever it is, you know. <laughs> and I mean, that's it, just the whole point of it. 
Yes, you know, whether it's the bands, the fans of bands, or whatever, yep. but we all connect through it somehow. It's all that sense of community, and honestly, the more you keep putting things out there, the more people will find you. That's yeah. what I yeah. found. Yeah. Like, yeah. with all the articles I wrote, I wrote a bunch, and, like, people right. found it, and then you never know who sees it right. or who listens to <clears throat> it, in your case, and wants to be part of it. Absolutely. So keep So keep doing it and keep putting it out, because it does matter, and people yeah. want to listen, and, and they do care, and they do appreciate it. And you know it. what? No matter what, <laughs> me and we'll have fun doing it. Right. Right. A bunch yeah. of yeah. people yeah. we're friends yeah. with have fun watching it or yes. whatever, you know, and it, it reconnects people, and <clears throat> the beauty of that. it is through music. You know, and these days we need more connection, in my opinion. 100%. So, like, Absolutely. anything we can do to build we'll that connection. You yeah. can be at a show with 25,000 people, right? And you're not aligned with them in any which way or form in any of your values. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. You're all yeah. seeing the same show. You all have the same interest. in common. You know? Yeah, you will, yes. right, you will be like, hey, can I get your contact info? And that would be like the person you would never want to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> it just happens because you're at a show. You're like, awesome. So... Yep. I want to, like, what is it with you guys with music? How did it start? Where did it go? Like, even, I want to know, I want to know the story of you two, how, like, I can tell, like, you guys go to shows together. Oh, so yeah. Want oh, yeah. Together, oh, yeah. So, All the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> what's yeah, what Okay, say? yeah. Well, so I can say, so Brian and I, we met our senior year of high school. So, okay. we both graduated from Howell, um, and so we, we had had, like, we had a lot of the same classes, but we were always in the wrong sections to be together until we were seniors. Gotcha. Yeah, we never had classes together until senior year. <laughs> and then, and I had known of Brian, but I had never officially met him. We had a lot of friends in common. And so, anyway, it started with, so so we got together, like, the last couple months of our senior year. And then one of the first concerts we ever went to was Rush for the Counterparts Tour oh, in 94 nice. at the Palace. Yeah, I invited her, like, early on to Rush. So that's so, nice. Woo, so, that's that, that, that says a lot because, like, a girl goes to Rush with a dude. That <laughs> says a lot. I saved her from day one. So, so the funny part is, when, when, <laughs> so when he and I had our first, first phone call after school, so like so he asked me on a date and then we talked on the phone to kind of break the ice and then I knew he liked Rush. So I specifically brought up and said, "Hey, you like Rush, don't you?" He went, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> because I had really I had really fallen in love with Rush's oh music gosh. when Roll the Bones came out. That's okay. amazing. So, yeah. so that was the album that really got me into it. I had gotten my driver's license and I was looking for stuff to listen to in the car and I had heard Ghost of a Chance. If you remember the Ann Arbor station uh, was it was I think it was WIQB 102.9. It was a great uh-huh. radio station. That had. They yeah. used to play a lot of like I newer yep. and like cutting edge type stuff. I think they're country now. They've uh-huh. switched formats, but like, but they would play that song and I'd hear it on the radio and I really liked it. So I bought the, I was still buying tapes back then. So it was a cassette of Roll the Bones. <laughs> Absolutely. And then I just fell in love with it. And then I knew so he liked actually, Rush. Just like me, you went through the album, tape, CD. Oh, yeah. You had to get them oh, yeah. all. I had, I got them all. You literally had like all, all three formats of the same album Correct. at some point. I still yeah. do that now, yep, too. Yep, she still does it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I love Spotify. Because I just put... I, Put every single song on the same playlist, and then I get oh, it's so convenient. It's definitely shuffle. convenient, and <laughs> and, 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 honestly, and honestly, a lot of people don't release physical format for music anymore. So it's, it was just cr- so it's, it's kind of crazy. So it's a lot of ways that the people I interview they only have it available on mm-hmm. streaming platforms. So right. yeah, but but back to your question about like how we met. So then we went to Rush, and then we just. We really enjoyed live music. Later that same year, we saw Stevie Nicks on the Street Angel tour at Pine, nice. you know, at Pine Knob. That year, right. it was right. Before, and then we both went off to separate colleges. Yeah. Okay. And then we stayed. Where'd you guys go? So I went to Michigan State. Yep. I went to Franciscan University of Steubenville, which is another Catholic school. Yep. Not too far from like Pittsburgh. It's in Ohio, oh, okay. but it's, yeah. like, it's close. Stu- to I was gonna say I thought yep. Steubenville was Ohio, yep. Yep. but yep. right yep. on the border of yep. uh, Pennsylvania, whatever. Okay. Because yeah, so, we had already been accepted to our college. Yeah, by that time. I got you. So, okay. So we did a longest relationship all through college. Wow. We stayed together. I made many trips down to Steubenville. <laughs> one that is crazy when you think back <laughs> yeah. to that time, like. I gotta Dude, imagine like a long distance totally relationship would be easier now, right? You have social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like back then, you literally had the we had phone. email. We had email on the phone. <laughs> well, right? yeah. Yeah. And email, email was yeah. even new at the time, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Wow. But yeah, we did that all. Th- and so back at that time, we didn't really get to a lot of concerts. But then yeah. when we got married in '99. We, we, we kind of didn't do a whole lot of music then, and then I'd gone to grad school. Well, I've been twice. So the first round of grad school, <laughs> it was after I got out of twice. grad school, and we bought our house um, in Whitmore Lake in 2008, that by 2009, we had... So let me back up. 2008, my brother said, let's go to Bonnaroo. And I'm like, I had heard about nice. Bonnaroo. 
And so, always wanted to go. And, and so I, was like, I, it, I outgrew it. And now it's like a young man's game. I could it, never do about it. Really. I know it is that. like a marathon. It, it is a marathon. <laughs> so, yeah. so, we, so I said, yeah, we can go. I had no idea. What, the only other music festival that I had ever been to was Lollapalooza in 93 at the Milan Dragway. Right, when it was a traveling tour. So oh. we still went and left the same yeah, Right, but it was it was hot and dusty. Milan was the worst one ever. <laughs> oh, it was terrible. It was oh, terrible God. location for a show. Great lineup, but not a good... Not a, and then it was later, great for Pine Knob, like the... <laughs> yes. the music part but it wasn't good for a festival no you yeah. know what i mean no like, so hot and dusty i remember being <laughs> hot and Ryan was worse. i remember being hot and like just, talks about oh it. yeah it was yeah. it was literally like a hundred degrees yes hundred percent humidity it was terrible there was no shade <laughs> because it was a dragway like you're in the middle of like desolate and then it was it was such a great lineup though. It was. And one, I saw Tool on the second stage. Okay. At nice, that part nice. of Valpalooza, they were still doing the second stage. Yeah, right. And I want to say I think Rage Against the Machine might have been playing main stage if I remember right. But Tool was on the second stage, and I'm like, I want to see Tool. And there was like. 100, 150 people. And there's nobody. The see, stage. I don't think I watched that set at that time. I was watching the main stage mostly right. at that time. And I wasn't but, at that one. So. Yeah. And plus, they also had it was Dinosaur Junior. Yep. Allison Chains. See, that's what I watched. See, that's what I watched. Yeah. And, yeah. But remember, Dinosaur Junior was up there, and they maybe got like three songs in, and all of a sudden the sky opened up. And oh the yeah. Storm came. Yes. In. The usual dilemma at festivals. Yes. Yeah. And just completely <laughs> halted everything. But then. The people had, like, no safety. I mean, it was, like, this huge right. like, summer storm. Right, there's no storm. tents or anything. No, they did not plan for safety. But the I will say that luckily it passed through pretty quick, and they rushed everyone, you know, off back on stage, but Allison Chains came right on after the storm. Yeah, yeah. And that was Lane Staley. It was the only time I'd ever That's seen him. That's the only him. time that I saw him, too. And, yeah. I mean, when you... It's so funny, like, when you actually, like, on Facebook and all these groups and all the 90s stuff, like, Lane Staley, I mean, you would think he was, like, the second coming. Like, yes. the way people treat him, which he was great. He was. But he, was. He, al- he also had Jerry Cantrell, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, who played the sweet guitar <clears throat> yes. and a lot yes. of singing. So, like, if you see him now, because I saw him open up, Allison Chains open up for Guns N' Roses. Oh, yeah, 16, okay. Nice. And they had Will Duvall singing. And, like, me and my brother were just kind of tooling around Ford Field while they were opening. But listening to him, they're like, wow, that sounds great. But Jerry Cantrell used to sing, a, like, 50% yeah, of the, right, 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 the harmonies, right, right. sang a lot of the songs. So it's like, you know, a lot of it sounds the same because of that, not because someone trying to sound like someone else. But the Lane Staley part... And then Primus came on after, which, I mean, <laughs> love him or hate him, yep. right? For me, I'm a Primus fan, but I'm not, like, a Primus, <laughs> like, absolutely love him, right? I just love that he can make those sounds out of an instrument. <laughs> There's nothing better than than, than, than Les Claypool's bat, 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 right. bat, bat, bass. I mean, yeah, I know, I know. Because when we oh saw Rush in 94, I'll yeah, go back to that. Oh, they really? opened. Oh, did they really? Yeah, Primus opened. Oh, so I saw him twice okay. around that time. And we've seen him. They've been at Bonnaroo. Right. Les Claypool's been at well, various projects. And if all there's that, not yeah. some project that doesn't include Les, Play, Les Claypool, <laughs> then it's not a project. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's in like every one of them. He does well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, he's a good, he's a great musician, but just, I remember we would go to Bonnaroo's of years past. We know we're anywhere near that stage, but you can hear that yeah. bass. Like, yeah. like, yeah. You can hear that all, all over the way. He like, dances around and stuff. It's just such a fun he's, time. Good. No, he has a good time. Let me hear your real thoughts about <laughs> that, Brian. <laughs> I don't mind it. I'm not, no, I'm yeah, not a fan, well, but that uh, was, it's interesting. Well, one show, nice. it's so funny. Like, you, you talk about social media, and I put like this post out about Oysterhead, which is... See, I don't know. That's what I'm not so as familiar Le- with. Les Claypool. And I looked it and up. Trey and I looked it up, yeah. Stuart Copeland is on drums. That's a yeah. crazy, like, that's a crazy super group it, it right there. 2001. They that had, is. like, one album, yeah. and then they did a tour. And I'm like, and the thing is, I was never, like, a super fish head. I've seen fish yeah, once, seen and I fish. went by myself. We've seen fish, yeah. Just for the experience. And, and I mean, You know what? And they're, right, they're great <laughs> yeah, musicians. Yeah, they are great musicians, 100%. Yes. It may not be everyone's gig. Sure. And then you have Wes Claypool, and I'm like, Primus is the same thing. It's not everyone's gig, sure. but I mean, you have to appreciate what he does. But they're talented guys. They and then you have Stuart Copeland, and you're like, okay, the real musician yeah, out of the yeah. game. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like the adult in the room. <laughs> But he kills it. So, like, I love that album. And I remember when, oh, like, no, we got to go to this show. And it was, like, in Ann Arbor. 
And it, it, it did. It blew me away. Like, I, just, all those guys I Now, had that happened 10 years later, we would have been at that. <laughs> right. Yeah. But see, that was in like, well, we weren't following stuff as much yeah. at that time, but that so must have been cool. What I found out actually, is apparently. It was cool. It was yeah. actually a very fun yeah. show. And it was because you had like, all three of them were like such like alphas. Yes, you know? I so can imagine. Like, yes. One yes. of them kind of gets too far out and it's like they try to pull them back. Right in, about, you know? No, it's like, my turn. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, but, and it that was cool, and, it, and some of that whole super group thing. And, oh yeah, there's been some great. But they ones. did play. A, uh, they, you know what they did? Bonnaroo, I think. Uh, they might have done the early late 2000s. Yeah, they made it. Yep. But then they did something like the Peach Fest, which I'm assuming might be in Atlanta or something. I'm assuming like, so. Like not, last year. Yeah. Okay. So like they'll still do some things. Oh, together. that's cool. I didn't know. So now I know who that is when I see the name because mm-hmm. I didn't know, and I'm like somehow I totally missed that one, but. That would be cool the, to see. What I read was like, it sounds like Les Claypool and like Copeland are totally on board to keep doing stuff, and then you know, maybe not Trey, right? Yeah, he does a lot. Well, Fish still does a lot. Now, anyway. was like, yeah, yeah. Imagine if they got Billy Strings to do, you know. Oh, we saw it. we saw him last <laughs> summer. Yeah, Ed Pineapple. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Neil's sister is oh, unreal. He's, yeah. he's very I, he's extremely talented. I didn't yeah. see my, my sister did. Unreal. Yeah, yeah, that guy. I mean, amazing bluegrass performer. Just a super talented believe, guy. I yeah. can't even believe. Well, he's a Michigan guy. So. Yeah, yeah. 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 Was like and I think, like, last summer, he still hadn't really blown up yet, I would say. I mean, within, like, kind of the community, I'll say yeah. it was huge. They hadn't blown up, and then, like, he goes to Pine Knob, and, like, oh, 20,000 people, like, sold time. out. Yeah. Kind of like the homecoming, and it yep, seems like yep. since that point, like, he is real. He's done From great. what I see, like, online and everything, he's He's really, done fantastic. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, That's no. so awesome. You know, I love hearing I mean, the other one I always... I'm a huge fan of his Greta Van Fleet. Oh yeah, we saw oh, yeah. we saw them when they came in uh, in September. Did you oh, go to the show? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that was season. a great show. We Absolutely. loved that. Yeah, yeah. And yep. the people are like, oh, they're like, no, well, I, you know what, you know like what they that. are? <laughs> they're four young dudes that are a rock band yes. that actually yeah. kick ass and they're awesome. awesome. Yes, right. they're very cool guys. Because we actually, I've seen them three times now. I saw them at the Fox in like 2018. We went to that show. Did you right? Yeah, because they did several nights, right? Yeah, yeah. We went one of the nights they played. Yeah, yeah. They did like three or four. That was a great show too. That was a great show. And then actually, me and my wife. Two youngest, and then one of their friends went to Grand Rapids at Delta Plains. Oh, we tried to go to that tour, but then they got canceled. Yes, because they, they got were doing Ill. five, yeah. and they had like the Ipsy, Flint. Yep. We were supposed to go to the Flint show. Yeah. <laughs> they never did Detroit, but they did Ipsy, right, Flint, right. Um, Grand Saginaw, Rapids, Saginaw, yeah. which yeah. was cool that they were kind of hitting all these you know, other places, but it was uh, it was like a field house, so it meant almost like a high school gym, oh, wow. you know. <laughs> they, they really do put on a great show. Oh, they do, oh, yeah. and then and then and so it is. It's like takes you back to seventies rock. It does, it does, and well, it's nice to see people pay homage to that and the fact that you know they appreciate right. that. And yet, yeah, people do give them a lot of flack for what they do, but I I think it's nice that they kind of keep they kind of keep the classic rock approach going, but like with the younger generation, one hundred percent. Which I I mean, it, you want all the established greats to do it, but it's nice to see a younger band also kind of take that and kind of do their own version and of it. They get yeah, they get chastised for that. They do yeah, but it, they shouldn't. No, they're good. And there's, there's room for everything, right? Right, one hundred percent. You know, right. and that's the thing is. You know, yeah. okay, you don't like it, you don't have to piss yeah. all yeah, of yeah, it. Right. Like, I hate to say <laughs> it, like, but like, I agree. There's plenty of music I don't yeah. like that I don't sit here and just bash it, I just yeah, talk right. about the shit I like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. I mean, yeah. I, like, why did it have to turn into, like, oh, no, that band sucks. No, I don't like them, but that's cool. I'm yeah. glad you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I've never been a country person ever. You know, literally. I mean, which is fine. It just never yeah. resonated with me. And, like, my brother was always my go-to. Like, we're going to concerts, and it was always alternative. Yes, stuff like yes. That. That's, like, that's a typical older brother. Right. <laughs> right, no, absolutely. And, like, seven years ago, all of a sudden, he starts getting into country and going to shows, and which is fine. Yeah. And, uh, but I am going. I'm going to Kane Brown, which oh, is Oh, yeah, kind of he's my supposed to be good. I've never seen yeah, him, but seven. he's supposed to be good. Yeah, yeah. So we, we got my, uh, my daughter and son-in-law tickets, so me and my wife nice. are going with them to nice. LCA to see my first country show. Oh, cool. And, my brother actually just got tickets to see Hardy at uh, Ruloff. Okay. In Noblesville, Indiana, him and his daughter. Are oh, going. yeah, we've been to, 
Speaking of Iron Maiden, or we were talking about, that's where we last oh, saw them. Right. Oh, we saw yeah. Iron Maiden. Yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. uh, so yeah. what is that venue like? It's like Pine Knob. It's like Pine Knob. But is like, it? not quite as nice. But not, but <laughs> I mean, that's so that's why I was wondering, yeah. so Pine Knob is better. Pine Knob, yeah. Okay. But it's an outdoor yeah. amphitheater yeah, just like nice. that. That's yeah. what I've seen. It's the, the pictures, it kind of looks like Pine Knob. Yes. It doesn't yes. have like, all the landscaping. And right. Okay. It's, it's, okay. it's pretty, it's Indiana. So last year, me and It's flat. You know, it's Indiana. Yeah, I get that. That'll answer your question. It's in Indiana. <laughs> well, because me, Neil, and then Ken and Avery went to Smashing Pumpkins September 6th. And then September 8th was Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, because we went to that. And then yep. September 10th, me and my brother-in-law were going to Ruoff. To oh, yeah. Okay. Around the dry, we literally just started out. We're 30 minutes in. All of a sudden, it's postponed. Oh, no. That's how it always works when you go out of town yeah. for a show. That's the one that gets <laughs> So I'm like, oh, my God. But then removed. I'm like, thank God I checked. Yes. I, yeah, Don't like, go out of town for a show. <laughs> but so they, they did just announce their new tour. They have a new album coming yeah, out. Yeah, I saw so that. It sounds yeah. like Ruoff is going to be August 26th. So it went from a Sunday, I think, to a Monday. Okay. Whatever. So fingers crossed. Yeah, good, good. Get, so that'll be the first time in like 20, 22 years I've seen them, I think. So, I think 2022 20, might have been the last time I saw Pearl Jam at Pine Knob. It's been longer for us. We saw them. They came to Joe Luce Arena, I think, in yeah. 2014. Yes. Cool. And okay. we went to that show. And that show was... That was packed. Well, that was packed. Yeah. Holy cow. Talk I about remember a, when they were coming. Talk about a crowd into a show. Talk about a crowd into a show. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So what are you guys' so, take on Pearl Jam? Because, so, I mean, a lot I've of people are like, oh, Pearl. they're grunge, they're not grunge, they're dad rock. I've like, always liked Pearl Jam. So have I. Yes. Uh, for I'm me, it's, it started with 10, you know, no, so 10, and then, of course, it was, you know, Ver- So I was always, I was a bigger fan of Versus than I was okay, 10. Okay, yeah, yeah. But they're so close, right? Yeah. I mean, And Vitology was another Vitology, one that we yeah, liked. And that, yeah, yeah, and that yeah. one came out, and then it was like, it kind of changed a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And we talked about this with the last guest, Deho. Like, you know, people always want their... That's their favorite bands to like do something different and yes. exciting. Yes. And then they do something different and exciting and they're like, Man, I wish they would just play what <laughs> they then, normally and play. Not, like, not they never actually <laughs> invest the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so hard nowadays to well not hard, but people don't invest the time. Because before you had to buy the new C D. And you were to listen to all ten or twelve songs right. over and over yep. and you're like, Wow, I love eight of these. And really maybe <laughs> only four of them were good, but for some reason the other four <laughs> resonated with you. Yep. Now it's like Oh, I can just download four songs and I'm done. <laughs> or it's like I'm not going to listen to the new one because I love all the old stuff. And right. It's like people don't even give music a chance, which is it kind of doubles back to the local music yeah. scene and, and what you talk about. And there was one thing you had something going on a while ago, a speakeasy. Oh at the, yeah, yeah, at the Ark or whatever. I don't. What yeah, so so save the speakeasy is is basically like a grassroots effort. Of, of local musicians who've come together to help uh, a great friend named Johnny Williams. Okay. So Johnny ran Johnny's Speakeasy out of his basement, and he had a lot of local musicians and even touring acts performing there for years. And then he, I think he paused during the pandemic for a bit, but then his house caught fire in 2022. Oh, wow. And so he's been running to some issues with getting reimbursed from an insurance company a reasonable amount to pay so that he could rebuild. And so since the insurance company is kind of not meeting him on some of that, the musicians decide to step up and try to do some shows to raise money nice. to help him get the extra money that he needs to That's rebuild. Awesome. And so, so far, they, last time they had raised over $30,000. Wow. And so the ARC show was one. They're doing another one on February 17th in Manchester at River Raisin Distillery, which is put okay. on by um, yep. a great organization called Manchester Underground. Nice. And so they're having several, uh, several, they're having several bands come through and perform as part of that, but all ticket proceeds go to help Johnny Williams. That's awesome. Yeah, and so they're doing some other shows in April and in June as well, so it's a benefit. And just, you know, seeing the people take care of someone who's kind of taking care of He's them He's been a great right? supporter of the music scene by hosting so many people. I've never had a chance to get to a speakeasy before the pandemic, but once he's able to get the funds and rebuild... We definitely want to come see his show, but he's he's a great guy and support a lot of a lot, awesome. of, the, a lot of the local mus- musicians. So, no, yeah, that's there's awesome. This, there's this like whole I don't know scene of these like house concerts that I, I never even knew about till like five six years. Okay, ago. Okay, I was kind of intrigued by this. Yeah. So this like, is like his house. Kind of like so you would have shows there. venues that people do in their their, their houses or their, their basements. Barns, yeah. That's awesome. And they host concerts. You know, small well, local size. Well, it's funny that you like bring that up, but that's like you'll see the old footage of like Nirvana and they're playing like in someone's living room. Yeah. Well, you know, oh, like, well, we've been to those it's too. Kind of like those, right? Yeah. <laughs> just... so, so that's kind of like the DIY scene. We've yeah. been to those, and those are great. We're like. 
But then this is a little more. But this is like put together. Like an actual venue. Yes, yeah. Those might. So like we've been to ones that are DIY in people's basements in (laughs) IFC and Detroit, and those are great because they might be in college or just out of college in their twenties, and they're hosting all kinds of genres. And then we've been to one where people are older and they do it in their house in their basement, and it's like there's another great one called Black Crystal Cafe in Ann Arbor that um, GW Stanton runs out of his basement. You go down, it looks like. It is fabulous. Beautifully decorated. He gets kind of like our studio. I mean, yeah. it's just, <laughs> you, said, you have to see it to believe it. It is fantastic. Said, huh. Black Black Crystal, Crystal Cafe. Yeah. Cafe. He has an Black. email list you can sign up for and he gets okay. a lot of Black local artists. Crystal but, Cafe. But he gets a lot of local artists, but he also gets ones that travel in from Nashville and other places. He gets all kinds of yeah. and it's like thirty people. They give you like appetizers, they have huh. drinks, they have a bar down there. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, wow. it's, it's, it's it is a beautiful facility and GW's a great and he and his wife Claudia are great people anyway. Huh. So Wait, it's like kind of a night out, just go yeah, to yeah. some good music. It's it's fan I mean, yep. they're just such great people and they're just such big supporters. There's there's huh. a lot of great supporters that do the house concert scene and that and not just like the smaller venues too, you know. So Bam. Blurry. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking girl is amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, and I did not pay him to say that either. <laughs> and you did not pay him to say that. It's more like he has to pay me. <laughs> We're still operating at a loss around here. <laughs> That's too much, man. No, so for me, the other thing awesome. is you're also connected with the library, which you guys put on some like shows. Yeah, we do shows too. Right? Yeah, so they used to do more events in person before the pandemic, and then when the pandemic hit, they did more virtual mm-hmm. things. And now they've moved back to that since I started there about a year and a half ago. So I've hosted one concert so far. Carolyn Strio, who's a Detroit rock singer, fabulous person. Um, she performed back in June. Okay. And then I'm having another great singer-songwriter named Mike Ward, who's performing April 28th at the library. Mm-hmm. And so um, he's a folk singer-songwriter, fantastic person, and just a great artist. And then next Saturday, we have a reggae ska band from Detroit called Killer Diller performing. Nice. And, th- and that's what we call an after-hours show. So the library closes at 8 pretty much every day, but the- next Saturday, we reopen at 9 and have the band play for an hour, and people can come. And the nice thing about library shows is that it's open to anybody. Anybody can come. You don't have to buy tickets. You don't have to RSVP. Mm-hmm. You can just drop in and see the show. And nice. And we do it in the lobby where we have a lot of room. So it's it's great. We're trying. I'm in the process of getting some more artists booked for shows coming That's out. That's awesome. Yeah. So just, just to get a chance to like s- showcase a lot of people from Southeast Michigan. So yeah, I mean. That's awesome. It's too rad. No, and that's, that's the, where it goes rad. back to. It's good to see people yeah. driving kind of that local music scene. You know? Yes, because that's where it all starts. Yes, you know, event, you yes. Know, it start those people start so like literally in someone's basement. Oh, absolutely. And end up in like Ford Field somewhere down there. You never, which is you crazy. never know. I mean, that's why like you know they work. People work so so the musicians work so hard to like wow. write and record and perform, and it can be pretty grueling with all that. And it's not easy to get shows booked or to or to get the time to do it if you have a separate day job and a family. Right. So they, they balance a lot. They work really Absolutely. hard. And when people can continue to work hard and they're able to hit whatever goals they want to hit, and if Boom. that means playing Ford Field one day, then I say you go for it. <laughs> you know? so. Whatever that is. But yeah. you know what? <laughs> they put in that same effort, though, when they're playing the 50 people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Be, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And that's where it kind of separates like the good from the not, you know the ones that right. are one hundred percent committed. They <laughs> yeah, don't care if yeah. there's five people or five hundred thousand people. They're going to put on the same show. Yes, and and most people appreciate true fans, even if, whether it's a bunch or a few. Absolutely, they, they just want the most people that I talk to just want to be able to chance to put the music out, get people to hear it, and to build a sense of either to connect with other musicians or other people in the scene, but to also build a sense of community with fans. And they really just they really just want to like they really just want to connect with people. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah, I agree 100. percent And it's like I love I love that. You 50 people come to my show, tell five friends. Exactly. Exactly. Friends, and you know sometimes it works out, sometimes it don't. But no matter what, you can't take that away from them. Right. 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 So what are some? I know uh, I. I, I always keep an eye on your social media. And what you, you guys went to Stevie Nicks, right? So yes, was, we did. Back was in that like? How was that? Well, so so that was because so Steve- that was one in my family was like a contentious debate. Oh. Okay, interesting. You'll, you'll have to tell so me about that. So my daughter Kennedy loves Stevie Nicks. My wife likes Stevie Nicks, and you know my son's like, all right, I'll go. And sure. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm not the biggest fan. 
Sure. I know she'll play a bunch of songs I know. Yes, she will. But do we want to spend $1,000 as a family to go see oh, her? Well, you know, because at that point... It is a lot of money. At yes, that point, you're like an aftermarket. And you know what? This day and age, I want to actually have a good spot to see this. Yes, yeah, so we, we know that. Years ago, well. like, all right, if I'm just in the building, I'm happy. <laughs> yes, yes. But if I'm going to go Stevie yeah. Nicks, I want to actually have yes. a good seat. So, like, at that point, I'm like, I don't know. And we just kind of hem and hawed, and then it just came and went, and I kept quiet. So my but what was it like? So, so you're talking <laughs> to the one person that Stevie Nicks was my hero yeah. growing up. So Fleetwood Mac was my absolute favorite band as a kid. <clears throat> right. And I absolutely, cont- I absolutely like... Uh, attribute to them why I'm in music journalism and why I want to do all this in the first place. Nice. So my parents played rumors when I was really young and barely barely out of the womb. And then and then I didn't really and then around age ten, Tango and the Night came out and that album just did it for me. I yeah. heard Big Love by Lindsey Buckingham and I was hooked. <laughs> my brother had bought the tape and he was kinda not so into it. I took it, I ran with it. <laughs> so after that, this is the summer of eighty seven before I went into sixth grade, I went back and bought the entire catalog over the next year or so and I bought we joked earlier about the tape. Eventually, I got the CD. I got the record and did all that. Yeah, but you got the really blues stuff too. I like, did. I like, went all the way back in the catalog. <laughs> so like, so my, so like, my mom would take me. My mom was a big music fan, so she would take me to like. We would go to a lot of record shows back in the late '80s. So we go to like all over Metro Detroit, and I would go through crates of records, and I would find some, and my mom would get me some if I couldn't go with her. And then she used to get Goldmine Magazine, where it was kind of like the ebay equivalent of music right. so you would they still print it but like it was a huge catalog that came my mom would go through and find Fleetwood mac albums and she'd get them for me and she'd bid on them by mail and all this stuff so i had a huge collection of all that by the time i was like 13 14 and so i went to pretty much every stevie nicks and Fleetwood mac tour after that and wow. so i would say spend the money on stevie nicks but i'm extremely biased <laughs> and anybody that anybody right. that knows me well enough knows how much i've loved Fleetwood right. mac over the so years your mom and dad Mom and dad. I'm mom and dad. But your mom and dad <laughs> were influential. Yes. And and my brother too with music in different brother, ways. Yeah. They all were. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So none of us really like were musicians per se, but we always appreciated music. Right. So. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So Brian, what did you think? It's amazing. About oh, the, I mean, uh, I think she's very you know, Fleetwood Mac. That's classic. I mean, so I mean, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's she good. She's always, she always done a good show. show. I mean, she's yeah. kind of at that level now. That's the thing is like I I mean. I don't have a problem spending like two hundred fifty yeah. bucks for a ticket, but see, we're as doing, long as it's worth it, right? Right. You know what I mean? If yes. it's a good show, I mean, you yeah, can't do you can't, show, yeah. you can't do much good. for two hundred bucks nowadays, yeah. where you go out and just have a blast and great time. Right. Whatever, so. But it's also <laughs> like we're paying for two versus four, so it does right, add yeah, up. That makes a difference. That makes yep. a difference. Oh, yeah. I get it. That's yeah. the beauty because now the kids are older, and you can be like, all right, you're not going. Right. Or my wife doesn't want to go, so they're like, oh, good, you are going. Yeah. Yeah. Or now I've just said, screw it, and I'm just going by myself. Well, we've done that, too, where we've just gone on our own to shows because maybe and one of us can't go or not, they're gone. You and know? I've never been against it, but, I mean, I went to Tool by myself. I did that, State too. I did, I did Tool by myself oh, did? Yeah, a couple years ago. Oh, I went in, uh, it was my freshman year at college. Oh, no, you, you're more legit than you. This was 2019. <laughs> this, was, this was State Theater. And... Actually, our uh, one of our guests, Ichan, I forget what episode he was, but he gave me a ticket for my birthday, my freshman year of college. I'm like, oh my god, this is awesome! I'm like, when is it? When are we going? He's like, I just got you a ticket. Nice. I'm like, so you got me a ticket, but you didn't get one, so you're not. Go- I'm going by myself. Yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> on, it took me 30 years to realize that that was his actual ticket that he gave me. Oh. For my birthday. That's nice. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to the show and like, tool. It's state, you know, film. Yeah, that's a good place to see him. Yeah. Oh, and, place, yeah. And I was meeting a guy I played soccer with. He was a lot older, but I'm like, somehow we connected you know on a landline that he was going to the show i'm like all right i'll meet you there i'll meet you outside right. at eight o'clock and he never showed so i went in i'm like fuck it so i'm like front row center <laughs> nice. i look over and here's the guy i'm supposed to meet like two feet away oh, <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell happened he had a flat tire on the way oh no so by the time he got, but again back then this he is had before no, the days of cell phone yeah. right you couldn't yes. call you couldn't text or you were kind of you were kind of you know, well, stuck yeah then like fast forward like 10 years i went to ben harper by myself okay which i met my buddy but I had my own seat, so I was by myself, which was awesome. And then two days later, because I was still in Cincinnati area, I went to fish. So that was the only time I went <laughs> to fish was by, my, was by myself. And then Liz Fair. Because 
I've gotten to the point where if I want to go to a show, I'm like, because we talk about it, Neil. You yeah. can't wait for the next time they're coming. Because you don't know yeah, if they're yeah. going to come back. Yeah. We, 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 we talked about that many oh, times. Like, oh, Soundgarden's oh, coming. Oh, yeah. It's like a midweek. I, uh, I, I can I'll tell catch you next about... time. And the guy literally died that night. Well, we went, that show we, that show, we went to that show on my birthday. Oh, you went to the show? Yeah. Did it was on really? my birthday. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So well, we went it's to that show, and it was... I just remember, like, everybody said they thought he had acted odd during the show. We didn't quite pick up on that. We thought they had actually sounded pretty good. That's what I heard. I it heard more of that, but he sounded really good yeah, more than that. was really good. Well, and I thought this was great. Yeah. It was at the Fox, and I saw it was on my birthday. I'm like, Brian, we should go for my birthday. Let's do that. So we bought tickets. I'm glad we did because Tears for Fears also came to town. I would have loved to have seen them, but in hindsight, I'm glad I picked Soundgarden because who would have known that was right. the last show? That was it. And then I went to we got home late. I went to bed. I worked up. This is when I was still working with you at that at that same company before. Mm-hmm. And like, um, I woke up and there were all these things on Facebook saying we're sorry about Chris Cornell. I'm like, what are you talking about? I just saw him like four or five hours ago. Well, right. that's that's yeah. when he had taken his oh, life. Man. Man. It was, it's just heartbreaking. Yeah, it's, it's a talented guy. Yeah, uh-huh. so yeah, very talented. Yeah, and I'm grateful we went to the show, but I'm sorry that that's what happened to him. You know, right. I'm sorry Absolutely. he felt. I'm sorry he was in a place like that where that 100%. happened. Yeah, one hundred percent. And so ever since then, like that was the one where I'm like, you know what? I can't just say I'll catch him the next time. So right. like when Liz Fair yeah. came up, yeah. and I, I kept asking people, hey, you want to go? You want to go? And I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going myself. You just got to go if you right. want to go yeah. because. And, so yeah. I met, and you know what? I had a blast. It was yep. a great time. I actually met up with Paul Grasso. You know, episode one. Guy. Right. That's actually right. where we locked it. I'm like, you know what? You just need to be there. On you the go. <laughs> And then I just went a couple nights ago to Diggable Planets. Yep, that's Zoo. right. That's super cool. I would have liked to have gone to that show. Yeah, well, one, the theater was awesome. It's Never a great, been there great, before. great venue. We've been there several and, times. You know. Going in, like, I was a huge fan, right? But never seen him live before. Right. And then you also kind of wonder, okay, it's the 30th anniversary. What's it going to be right. like? Yeah, yeah. And then they came out, and oh my God, they were amazing. They That's sounded great. incredible. Even more so, though, the band behind cool. them. Cool. Nice. They had, yeah. I mean, the bass player just kicked ass. The guy that was on the drums was actually the opening act. Okay. You know, and then cool. they had keys and, you know, guitar, everything. I nice. Mean, so it was just. It was, it was one of those things where I'm like, okay, that was three and a half hours of driving in like the worst weather ever. <laughs> we know. We've, we've, <laughs> but you know what? Like, you know it was so worth it. <laughs> and I'm so glad that I yes, did it. And that's yes. why I tell everyone on the you know that listens, like, if you want to see something, go see it. Even if it's a drive, mm-hmm. even if it could be the last time, yeah. or it could be the best time. You never you know? all the above, all the yeah, above. Absolutely, because I mean, we've all seen yep. some of our favorite bands have a stinker too, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yep. I mean, they have good and bad days. We've seen yep. bands on the same tour, maybe one show they're tired, uh-huh. and then we see them later on the tour, and they're much more energetic. So right. yep. we might have just caught them on a, on a bad day. Absolutely, it happens. Yeah, yeah. So another one that you guys. Um, Seem to be a pretty big fan of is the national. Yes, we've seen the national. I know Neil is too. Yes, big, big national. <laughs> now, was there a certain national album that did it for you that you liked with them? Well, I mean, oh, you okay. seem to be. So yeah. I was never oh, okay. a big national okay. guy. You, but you seem to be more kind of like ground floor coming in because of Keith, our buddy, was from Cincinnati. Oh, there you go. Okay, okay. So yeah. I think he kind of knew about him way ahead of time. And nice. Got That's else cool. Interested. Yeah. Because. I mean, yeah. I'll let you go, but I remember the one show well, we talked say, about. <clears throat> our buddy Keith is from Cincy. Yep. And Nashville is from Cincy, so <clears throat> he's a good. Uh, well, you guys saw him, I forget where, but you actually talked to the lead singer. Oh, Matt Berninger? Yeah, yes. that guy's super cool, too, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah you were hanging outside and happened to run into him, right? Yeah, he's totally cool. It sounds really weird. Sorry. No problem. <laughs> but, yeah, they ended That's up, why I was... They ran into him outside, and I think he gave you... Yeah, uh, real look music Backstage pass. Yeah, I think off. you too... Did you talk oh, about this in the episode? Yeah. I heard yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We thought that and was awesome. Backstage, yeah. Actually, Neil didn't end up backstage because he had to pee. Right. Your buddy Keith was hanging out with him for like a half an hour. Oh, right? that's so well, funny. Was I heard that Neil was a bad rat. I think we were at that show. We might have been at that show. I think we were at that show. You guys just saw him in Detroit in March? Was it March? Somewhere around that. So we saw them so we saw them at the Fillmore Detroit in yeah. August and then oh, in August. September they did their then. so then in September they did their second homecoming festival um, in Cincinnati yeah. downtown Cincinnati at a, at a park like a new park they built and then we went to the first homecoming festival in 2018 that they had put on and it was in a bigger park that they hadn't yeah. quite developed they since developed it since then 
And then 2020, they were supposed to do it, but they canceled because of the pandemic. So they were able to do it in 2020, 2023, finally. So we went back. It's a two-day festival. And I, actually, we really liked what I call like the band or artist-curated festivals the best. It's not a huge crowd. They bring in a lot of other people. It's smaller stages, a smaller crowd. It's not as long of a day. So it's nice because you get, um, whether it's the National or Wilco's on a festival or the Decemberists or... Geez, I'm trying to think. We've been to a bunch of those. Um, like Eau Claire by Bon Iver, yeah, yep, and like also part of the National has put on that festival. So, B- bon Iver. Yeah. So I, that's something I'm, I'm not very familiar with. I've seen the name. Justin or, Vernon's fantastic. Right. And, but I've seen <laughs> what I, the only Taylor Swift song I have on my playlist. Oh, yeah. Bon I, love, I love that song. I love that song. That's oh, my God. Song. Like, yeah, we're, right, like, we're the right demographic. Yes, right. Yes. And then that caught me like, okay, I need to start now kind of listening more to him. You know, yes, I like putting yes. some of that on my playlist. No, he's yeah. great. This is what I do. I started my playlist on Spotify. I was like small, and I was like 1,400 songs. I just keep adding Yeah, keep adding. It. And I yeah, just yeah. shuffle it, and then you hear what I hear. But I'm like... That's the only Taylor Swift song I have, and it was so funny because I said that on a different episode. My buddy was like, "That is the best song ever." Dude, like, that's song is song. That song is great, <laughs> and and honestly, her folklore and Evermore mm-hmm. albums that like Aaron Dessner from the National produce are my favorites of her catalog. Mm-hmm. She, all her fan, she is a fantastic songwriter, artist, human, musician, all the above, and I re- enjoy her entire well, catalog. Think, so she did a song with the. The national on their album too, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so the, so like they they released two albums this year. It's the first of the two they released that she did a great duet with them on that one too, and so you'll just find like the national is just a great band, and I enjoy like uh, I think what we enjoy about them is just kind of like their musicianship. They have such like their lyrics are kind of esoteric, which I appreciate. So like, (laughs) you know, they talk about having you know. Battles and things eating their brains and all kinds of cool stuff like that. Carried so, away by bees. Get carried away by bees. You know, Buzzblood Ohio, yeah, which yeah. is a great song. But but he does have like a very. To me, it's almost like an iconic voice. He has a great voice. Yeah. Yeah. you hear it, you almost yeah. like I you agree. know it's a national. Yep. Right? It, There's it, that distinct thing, but it's not yeah. like. Uh, I'll say like a Bob Dylan where it's a bad thing. It's just a <laughs> different just different. Yeah, 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 no, <laughs> He has a unique voice, and some mm-hmm. people either love yeah, it or they yeah, don't. Yeah, it's usually a love and, and people are like, yeah. they're like, I don't like his voice, and I'm like, I don't get that. It doesn't. I don't. You I don't know what, understand I why people don't like it. I think some of it's not his voice. I think some of it. I can't believe they're that good. No, they're 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 fantastic. They're like one of my favorite bands. I I credit my brother with introducing me to them because he loved them first, and then by the time High Violet came out in 2010, I bought that album and I just absolutely loved it. Yeah, such a great album. That's a great album. Yeah. So that's so awesome when you like catch a band like that. Yeah, kind of earlier on, like Wilco was the one for me. Oh, they're great! I I love because I used to listen to Uncle Tupelo before (laughs) Wilco. See, I've been talking to Uncle Tupelo as much, but I I need to do that. And then that was where, and then Jay (laughs) Farr actually. He was the one who was like, I want to break out. And he went and made Sunvolt. Right, and then right. And was like, all right, I'm going to make Wilco and just be better. <laughs> they're but both that was good like bands. the ones. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I love them both. And But I remember seeing Wilco, there would be like a few hundred people. Oh, yeah. Wow. Right, you know? right. And all of a sudden, they're like Grammy Award winning people. Doing and they're doing these awesome shows. And it's just been so long since I've seen them that I will really want to see them again. So you should check out Jeff Tweedy's latest book, which I read. I did, yeah, I a world world within a song. It's, yes, I have it. It's a, I got it for Christmas. Fantastic. It for and he he brings up a lot of songs that influence him in different ways, and a lot yeah. of them are ones I didn't know. Right. And I learned a lot. Some are ones I did know, but like I learned a lot, and it says because you can always create a playlist. People have created playlists based on those songs. That's actually super. Awesome so you idea. could listen along as you're reading each chapter because each right. chapter has like a different song, and it's not a very long book, so it goes no, pretty it's fast. Not. It's actually pretty small. But yeah. Actually, so I got that for Christmas for my nice. kids. I also got, uh, I think it's the drummer from Screaming Trees. I don't. Know. Oh, I think they did release it. I don't have he, that one, but I'm sure that'd be good. He did. Yes. About his yes. perspective, like the biggest band that never was. Yes. Like, yes. I mean, they actually were a super awesome. They were band. a good band. My brother was a big and they fan were of actually them. Yes, pretty yes. big, but they never. They like, never really got they, beyond. Yeah, yeah. I know them more like, from like the single soundtrack. Yeah. If you know the movie. Yeah. Everybody yeah. lost. Everybody lost. It was like the number yes. one. Yes. Everyone knew by that. Yes. It was like Dollar Bill. <laughs> yes. Um, the Sweet Oblivion CD is the one that I had, which was like amazing. Um, but yeah, that's that's so funny that you know <laughs> that we bring that up. Um. So anything else you guys have coming up? And, you know, oh my gosh, yeah, I have like a sure. Right I could, I, yeah. <laughs> How long yeah. do we have? We right? never. Yeah, have. Right. <laughs> yeah, what do you got, girl? What do you have, girl? <laughs> so, so I divide. So we divide this up into like 
So, like, local shows that we go to, mm-hmm. and then we've also got, like, um, I would say, like, touring acts. So, like, for local shows, we've got... So, one of my mentioned earlier was the Manchester Underground mm-hmm. is, ho- is hosting a show February 17th, um, and that's at River Raisin Distillery. And then a few others we have coming out. There's some really great festivals coming up in Detroit. Hamtramck Blowout has been, has been brought back after an yeah, absence. I love them Paul Hawks. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that. I'm allowed to. Oh, that's, that's, that's right. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, well, Hamtramck's I always Hamtramck's go to Hamtramck. a great city. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love Hamtramck. It's so unique. It's, it's, it's the home of DCFC too, right? Yeah. And so they, they also have, so Detroit, so they have that coming up, I think it's the first weekend of March, and then there's Corktown Music Festival in Detroit, okay. which is like, I think maybe the third weekend in March, and it's, these are a lot of local acts that perform at a bunch of bars and nice. small venues, so <laughs> those are fun to go to. Those are places to be, too. Yes, like yes. Detroit, yeah, and yes, yes all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. And then there's, um, let's see, a few others coming up. So some of the other ones that, that we're looking at, there's... So believe it or not, actually in Howell, there's, have you been to the Howell Opera House to see a show yet? I have not been speaking to one, but I've seen shows, they yeah. have So speaking of yet. local, this yeah. is this is super local. <laughs> yeah. So for a long time growing up in Howell, we had always heard about this opera house, and we had never seen it. <laughs> and so at one point then, I think they reopened the building or brought, it was so kind of covered up, wasn't it? Like it was a hardware store. It was a hardware store. <laughs> <laughs> they storage or something. And, they, uh, and so think. finally they opened it up, yeah. and they started, the Livingston Arts Council started hosting yeah. shows there again. Mm-hmm. So we're actually going there to see a singer-songwriter named Julian. Ankley, she's from Port Huron. Okay. And we're taking my dad because it's on his birthday. Nice. So I said, Dad, we're going to the Hollow Opera House for your birthday. He's like, Okay, that sounds great. <laughs> he, th- he thinks he's going to buy a screwdriver still. So. <laughs> no, he, he knows. My, my dad's up on music. Sure so yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's so, like, awesome. so we're going to that show coming nice. up in Howell. And then, well, yeah, they have the Opera House. And I'm thinking yep. like the, the main floor, they have like the art exhibit. Yeah, yes, yes. yes. Okay, yeah. And they have a lot of, so a lot of the ones at the Hollow Opera House are more acoustic, folk singer, right. Americana yep. singer, songwriter right. style. Yeah, so that's kind of more what they're going for there but we're excited we've nice. never checked that out awesome and then for like touring acts we've got a bunch coming up um geez so we're gonna see so the, the one i'm most eager to see that just went on sale is andre 3000 from outcast with the flute yes the yes. Flute. yes so i saw that and like and where's it playing it's at the masonic yes it's so at i'm the like holy crap yeah. andre 3000 at the masonic so we bought tickets and then I'm like, <laughs> Wait, there's two shows in the same day. Wait, he's a flautist. Yes, <laughs> he's a flautist. Yes, yes, yes. Should be, yes. Uh, should be interesting. It should be interesting, like though, jazz actually. Jazz flute. So yes, so cool. so that was just kind of came out of nowhere. We're right. going to, that's that's actually in the ninth, so that's coming up. So that's okay. the fir- that's like the the first one we have at back at the. It's actually in the Chapel Theater, which is a really that's small theater. Right, smallest it's one, even yeah. smaller than the cathedral. Oh, one. I was going to say that's yep. the third one. Yep. that's even smaller. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then another group we're going to see at El Club. I don't know if you've had a chance to go to El Club yet mm. in Detroit. It's in Mexican Town. We're going to see a group called Blonde Redheads. So that okay. should be a cool show. I've heard of the El Club. Yeah, it's, an, it's a cool venue. Club. We've yeah. been there many times, it's, yeah. It's pretty oh. small. It's kind of like, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like a small St. Andrews. Okay. Where it's like one big room that's kind of yep. long. It's okay. kind of like that. Yeah. So nice. For the Blind Pig or something. The Blind like Pig, blind yes. Pig, yeah. Yep, yep. And then another group we're going to see is Silver Sun Pickups. Have you? Okay, yeah, definitely. Well, so, so if you like yep. Smashing Pumpkins, yeah, you, you have got to listen to Silver Sun Pickups. <laughs> Where are you seeing? They are coming you to St. Andrews. Okay. When? It's March 3rd. Silver Sun Pickups? So, so as much as you like, if you have not listened to them, as much as you like Smashing Pumpkins, you have got to listen to them. Really really you have got to listen to them. You would like them. They have great songs. They have five others. They have, I don't know. They have, no, they're great. And so, so actually, we're going to that show because it's the 30th anniversary of our first date. Oh, wow. So we nice. wanted to find something to do to celebrate that. <laughs> so, awesome. we're, so we're doing that. And then, I thought, you know, I love that, you know, obviously you guys' history, but yeah, you know, yeah. there's been a music connection like from yeah. one yeah. 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 with yeah. Rush yeah. of all things. Yeah. <laughs> you got yourself a good one, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been uh, waiting. <laughs> right, Silver's on picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unreal. But, um, yeah, and then, like I said, let's other shows coming up. So we're actually going to see Judas Priest. Have yeah, you been nice. to Wing, Have you been to Wing Stadium in yes. Kalamazoo? We're going I'm to see that in there. Yeah. So I yeah. actually asked that, like, two nights. Is Wing Stadium still a thing? Apparently so. Apparently it is. We Judas didn't know Priest that, <laughs> but then we saw they were coming, and we're like, so we're going to that. The only thing I saw at Wing Stadium was 92. It was Beastie Boys. Oh, yeah, that's Rollins. cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Rollins, Rollins Band opened up. And oh, the, yeah, okay. And the Lynch Mob. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Because the Rap Act... <laughs> That Ice Cube was in. Okay. He was not there at that night. Got it, got it. But, But yeah. yeah. Oh, my. That's the only time I've been there. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, so. wow, it still is a thing. Holy yeah, we've Christ. never been there. I've always so, like, seen okay. it on the 94. Right. Yeah, yeah. Place. Like, and Brian's a big Judas Priest fan. Oh, yeah. So that's I thought awesome. we should go to that. So we, that's in May. That's one of those ones you never know how long right. they're yeah, going to be yeah, around, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and the other th- cool thing we bought was, so just yesterday we bought tickets to um a, like a one-day festival in Pasadena called Just Like Heaven. And so it's kind of like a lot of the, what I call like the aughts and 2010s bands that were big in the indie scene, like Death Cab for Cutie. Okay. The Postal I Service. The, the war, so me too. So the, Death Cab for Cutie and Postal Service. Together. Yeah, yeah, and we went yep. to their show yeah, back yeah, in September. Yeah, yes. Yep, yep. That, that was one of those ones I wanted to go to. Yep. So, yeah. so, the, so they're headlining, and then it's like the War on Drugs and like okay. Passion Pit and like a nice. bunch of people nice. from that era that we liked. So obviously in Pasadena, California. Yeah, so yeah. It's at the Rose Bowl. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's that's like, awesome. So we're going to that, and that's around my birthday. So I said, we're going to go to that for our birthday. <laughs> for my birthday, I should say. So we're doing so, don't, don't twist Brian's yeah. arm to go to California and watch awesome music. Yeah, yeah. Death Cab for Beauty is great. They're a fantastic band. Yeah, I've been a big fan of them. And anything Ben Gibbard or Jenny Lewis does, we've loved for years. Oh, yeah. Yep. So yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, I think Larry, I think you know my too much too <laughs> much about fucking music, <laughs> <laughs> which is not a bad thing. Which, which is exactly why you're on the show. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, unreal. From back then, like, that was the one thing we connected on. Right. Because, Absolutely. Know, and uh, you know, it just is always takes you back there right yes so <laughs> i would say i'm super happy you guys were with us today um i think you actually had a little different perspective than some of the other guests yeah, we normally sure. have you know <laughs> um especially like with the local scene and yeah, just your background yeah. in yes. music and, and everything else but uh thank you for <laughs> thank you for joining us today <laughs> and uh i mean hopefully we'll have you on again That'd be great. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. This is really cool. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Neil. Thank you for having us. Have a good one. Peace. Fire, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In.